This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Rock and rolling on a Friday. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler inside the electric factory with Yins here getting ready for Stillers, Packers, a big one. Uh, up in Lambeau Field on Sunday. The brats will be cooked. The cheese curds will be deep fried. The spotted cow will be flowing. Moo. My guy Arthur Motes is going to my spot stadium view. I'm so jealous. Moo. Was that Mooth or was that Mooth? It was a little bit of both, actually. A little bit of both? <laughs> a little All bit right. of both. Little bit of both. Yeah, reminder, if you are making the trek to Wisconsin, if you're a first-timer, you got to drink some Spotted Cow for sure and uh, and make sure you're going to the terrible tailgate. Absolutely. You know, we will be in lot number five right there at Lambeau. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, lot number five. That's where we will be having a blast starting at 11.30 a.m. for the local standard time, taking it all the way up till kickoff. So, yes, it will be a blast. Now, Motsi, I know uh, that you have been to Lambeau Field before, the mm-hmm. athlete side of you. But have you ever been there as a fan? Is this I your first not. time going yeah, this, with your fan This is always my first. This is on. always my first, man. Yes. Oh, it's going to be And fun. that's why I enjoy it so much more this go, this it's go around. You know man. what? It's a good time of year, early October, to be going to Lambeau, too. Well, I hope so. Like, it'll be chilly enough. You know, yeah. you'll you'll have that crisp fall football air, but okay. you also, you know, you won't be, like, getting stuck to the bleachers out mm. there with it being two degrees. This is true. The <laughs> like, fro- the frozen like you're tundra. in a Christmas story and someone triple dog dared you. <laughs> we'll get to your tweets here as we roll along. More of those uh, rolling in. You know the drill. Give us your predictions. We'll read them on the air. We'll also take other questions if you have them as well. But it's time now to really get this thing popping, all right? What are the five biggest matchups? What should you be watching for Sunday at Lambeau Field? The matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers, Packers, 430 on the frozen tundra. It's time for a little five-star Friday. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup! Anybody we play, it's a five-star matchup because we're in it! Five-star Friday! Matchup number one. All right, well, let's talk about this thing, man. We know who they have at quarterback, and he goes by the name of Bad, Bad Man, A.A. Ron. We know even my man Wesley Eula loves this guy, and I can't complain about him doing such a thing. But it's game week, baby. It's game time. And if we want to beat the man, well, we got to go up there and beat the man. Woo! All right? And there's only one way to do that. And that's my man, Minka Fitzpatrick. Now, listen, TJ Watt coming back, I think that's going to be major. But we know one thing for certain. Aaron Rodgers, he finds ways to hurt you on the back end. Mm. He finds ways to create those splash plays, throwing it downfield. And he really doesn't matter which receivers. We always talk about Devontae Adams, but he can do it with a plethora of guys. But Minka Fitzpatrick. What have we seen from him? His ability to take away the big play, his ability to create splash, and his great just instincts. This is one of those games he's going to have to be on his P's and Q's. This is a cat and mouse, but 
if he can stay locked in, if he can keep that top on the defense like I know he's able to do, that changes a lot because if they have to execute without those splash plays, it's a totally different Packers offense that we're talking about here. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They generate splash. They don't. Their O-line struggles. We know that as well. We're going to get to them. But it starts with Aaron Rodgers and his ability to take the top yep. off that defense, man, with his arm. So for Minka, got to be on the P's and Q's, got to be locked in this thing. But this is one of those ones where you create one or two splash plays that nobody's expecting. That could change the whole outlook of this game, man. You got to keep the top on that defense. Got to keep the lid on that defense and limit those big plays for sure. Five-star Friday, matchup number two. Now I'm excited because this guy's coming off of a insane game by the name of Najee Harris. I mean, are we talking 14 rushes or 14 receptions? Either way, he getting after it. We know he's going to get plenty of touches. But I'm excited about him in this matchup because he has another formidable linebacker to go against, right? Last week it was Logan Wilson and uh, Akeem uh, Gathers uh, Davis, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And those guys, I mean, they, they went back and forth, but we saw Najee did his thing. Well, Green Bay, they have Devondre Campbell. Kind of rangy. Kind of good. Not elite, but should challenge Najee enough where Najee will be forced to put on another really good performance. And I like that because Najee's at that stage where you want him to be pushed. Yes, absolutely. I want Najee pushed. I want people, I want him coming to the stadiums where he has to respect his opponents and he has to go out there and, and earn that respect. Agreed. And this is one of those matches where Najee's going to have to earn Devondre's respect, but he is more than capable of doing so. And I think that Najee's going to create fits for Devondre out the backfield as a receiver and as a runner. But more importantly, as a receiver, though, because I just think that's where Najee's going to shine the most in this game this week. Yeah, we we saw that he's capable of of shouldering that load uh, last week. Let's see if they can even take that to another level this week. Five-star Friday. Matchup number three. Now, we know that special teams matter only when they matter. We get that. And I'm completely fine with that. But this is a week where special teams happen to matter. Mm. On both sides. Because if you watched the Green Bay Packers and San Francisco 49ers play last week, Mm. the game was about to get out of hand until the Green Bay Packers kickoff coverage unit went out there. And what transpired on that next play allowed the 49ers to get themselves back in the game Mm -hmm. with a field flipping flipping kickoff return. So we got to talk about the Green Bay Packers kickoff coverage unit versus Ray Ray McLeod in this kickoff return unit of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Ray Ray last year was always on the cusp of running one back. He was always on the cusp of doing the spectacular. And I don't see why that has to stop this week. I don't see why if they put a ball in play to Ray Ray McLeod, why he should not be able to provide field flipping splash because that is what he is capable of. That's what he has proven to be the norm since he's been in Pittsburgh. Agreed. So for me, 100%, I do anticipate him having something like that if they put it in play because they could go the approach of, you know what, let's not even play let's this just game. Not play let's this just get game rid again. of it. But if they mm. give Ray Ray the opportunity, mm. I do anticipate Ray Ray making something happen. I like that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Special teams got to be a factor for the Steelers on, as man. currently constructed. Special you, teams don't matter until they matter. You need some positive plays there from your third side of the ball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Five-star Friday. Matchup number four. All right. Now, listen. 
anytime you talk in Green Bay defense, you got to talk about the Smith brothers. Mm. But one of those brothers happens to not be available. <laughs> They're down a bash brother. Hey, so it's kind of like when I was watching, you know, WWF. And you had the Deadly Boys, Devon and Bubba Ray. Now, Devon and Bubba Ray, oh, my goodness, they are scary. Them glasses come out with that tape in between, and, man, they start getting the tables doing that dance. Oh, Yahtzee. Get the tables. And that's how I feel when I watch Zadarius and Preston Smith, the Smith brothers, how they would go for double-digit sacks in the same season in Green Bay. But this week, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to face the Dudley boys. We don't have to face the Smith brothers. We're only facing one, and it happens to be the weaker of the two. I'm sorry to say that, Bubba Ray, but Preston Smith is still a very formidable <laughs> edge rusher. He's definitely a formidable guy that we got to pay attention to, and he has some good matchups, right? Because we know he's going to be facing either Joe Haig at some point, and that's if Chooks isn't available or he's going to be going against Dan Moore. Now, the thing that I do like is this. I do anticipate Preston having his success because Preston is a really good player. He Don't is. get that twisted, right? But of the two brothers, he is the one. If you had to match up with one of the guys, that's the one that you want to match up Agreed. with. Agreed. It's I, like thunder and lightning. It's, I mean, you know, hey, it's, it, there's, yeah. there's, oh man, I'll take Bud Dupree over TJ Watt. Right, right. I mean, it's still I mean, pretty good. It's, it's but, still pretty good. But yes. But if we're, if we're going off of which one we got to deal yes. with, I like that a lot for this old line. Give me Preston, darling. Yes. I just hope that this old line responds with effort, right? Because trust me, Preston is very skilled. He is going to win some rushes. He's going to win and create some havoc in terms of run plays. I get that. But let his havoc be created because him just being more skillful. Hmm than this O-line, not because he's outworking this O-line. I like that. I like that. Again, we need that that same intensity, that same mentality, that same over-my-dead-body attitude that we saw from the offensive line the second half against Buffalo. Absolutely. Absolutely. But now it's time. <clears throat> it's that time, ladies and gentlemen. I <clears throat> think he's about to do that thing. <clears throat> Let me take a up. swig of my coffee here. Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at that rich... Folgers going down. <sighs> oh, yeah. You ready to roll now, baby. I can hear it in your voice. <clears throat> Vocalize la, one la, time la, for me. Vocalize la, one time. La, la. There it is. Red leather, oh, yellow yeah. leather, red leather, yellow is. leather. Do you hear the crescendo, ladies and gentlemen? Unique New York. Oh, my gosh. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Is this guy Sinatra? Oh, my Lord. I mean, I just can't. Woo. Man. Five Star Friday. Come on now, don't you don't you shortchange me now. Matchup number five. Man, I don't know how your head didn't just explode. Your face is flush red right now, and I love it. You're an animal for that, man. You're an animal. That's but, that's the closest I'll ever get to, you know, being the being the Bruce Buffer in the middle of the octagon. And it's time. Listen, I loved every second of it. All right, every single second of it. But with that said, oh, can you can you talk for a few minutes though? Uh, <laughs> so with that said, it is time for the fifth and final matchup, the five star match that we're gonna be discussing, and that deals with Aaron Jones. Mm. I mean, he was a guy that I was kind of flirting that I wanted us to come and, and and scoop him up this offseason. You and me both. Yeah, I was like, man, I would really like him here, but I understand he's not here, so we're not gonna clamor over him right now. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, 
Aaron Jones versus these inside linebackers, Devin Bush and Joe Schobert. Now, Aaron, he can do it all. He can catch out the backfield. He can run out the backfield. He can hit it outside. He can run it in between the tackles. He has speed. He has athletic ability. But Devin Bush and Joe Schobert are really good athletes in their own right and are really good players in their own right as well. Now, this is a game that I do anticipate these guys, you know, on paper, they should be able to have success yeah. because they match up really well in terms of the speed that they play with. Only thing that I'm concerned with is just the patience, right? For a guy like Devin, because he's young. He's fast. He's young, though. Patience. Patience, because a guy like Aaron Jones, I mean, he he makes a living when guys try to overrun to keep up oh, with yeah. this guy. His, his cutbacks, his He'll vision. He'll make you miss in a phone booth. Yes, he he, he does that at a high, he's, high He's clip. like Lev Bell light yes, in, in, that, in that regard. Yes, a great way to say that yeah. right there. Yeah. So, for me, when I think of Devin Bush, because not Joe Schober. Joe has a good feeling for this, but Devin. Because Devin is the athlete to match with Aaron. Just be patient. Just be patient. Because if he's patient with Aaron, he'll be able to do everything that Aaron can do in terms of athletically bursting, change of direction, and vision, and all those Agreed. things. He's got to be patient. But if he does that, man, 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 that would be huge because that can make them one-dimensional. And I like them if you make them one-dimensional. I like that a lot. But it starts with those two guys right there versus Aaron Jones. I think that is well said, Arthur Motes. The five-star Friday, the five matchups that will determine the outcome at Lambeau Field between the Steelers and the Packers. One more time, Arthur Motes, run us down the gambit in case somebody might have joined us late or just wants to double-check their notes. Oh, of course, good sir. Of course now. So first off, we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers versus Minka Fitzpatrick. We know who Aaron Rodgers is and his capabilities, but more importantly, Minka has to create splash and keep the top on the defense. Second matchup, Najee Harris versus Devondre Campbell. Devondre, good linebacker, not great, but good enough to push Najee. And if Najee is pushed, Najee will raise his game like we saw last week and like we've been seeing every game thus far. I look for that to continue this week mm -hmm. as well. Then after that, man, special teams. Can we create a little splash on our return unit? Why not, right? Because that's ultimately got the Green Bay Packers in trouble. Their kickoff coverage unit had a little bit of little leaky coverage. Mm -hmm. And we like leaky coverage because Ray Ray going to do what he does best, and that's take full advantage of it. So keep your eyes on that. Then after that, man, we got to go to the front. You know, the big guys, the O-line, still is O-line versus Preston Smith. Now you got one half of the dynamic duo, and you got the lighter of the two. Thank the football guys and reward them accordingly. <laughs> All right? And then last but certainly not least, Aaron Jones versus Devin Bush and Joe Schobert. These LBs got to match up with Aaron, and they can match up with them athletically. Just be patient if you're Devin Bush. But ultimately, man, I think this is one where y'all two can push Aaron. Y'all can definitely do that, man, and I'll be excited for that. And I think all the Steel Nation will be excited if they can do that consistently. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. There it is. From the keen mind of Professor Motes, your five five-star matchups on this Friday. Ooh, it feels, to, it feels good to be back. Rocking and rolling in the saddle here on a Friday. Uh, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, you want to chime in on anything you just heard? You want to give us your key matchups, your five-star matchups? You can tweet us at Wesley Euler at TheBody52. Duh.
We will also obviously take your score prediction tweets there as well. We'll read them off in the final segment before we get out of here. A couple questions to get to, though. Uh, Adam does say here, uh, glad we finally get you guys live on a Friday. I appreciate you guys taking the time to pre-record your bits. They are great. But it just loses that little something when it's not live. Yeah, oh, no, no, I agree, man. We Heck agree. Yeah. We agree. Well, it's a nice why, place. Why do you think we're in here? It's a nice place. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we could have just recorded this whole thing <laughs> yesterday. We definitely could have stayed at home today. <laughs> we could have. No, there's, there's, there's nothing like doing it live, baby, for sure. Uh, Robert also tweets that was the best number five ever. Well, thank you, Robert. I. I thought that was exceptional. Trying to raise the bar here. I'm still, re- I'm still recovering over here. I'm still trying to catch my breath. But we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it back by the time we sing the "Here We Go" song. Hey now, here, ooh, just around the corner. Here we go, song. Ooh, I can't wait. Katie tweets us though. This is a good one, Motsi. Katie tweets us and says she wants to know, like, as a former player, were you ever booed? Like the Steelers were at Heinz Field on Sunday. If so, how does that affect the players negatively? Do they use it as extra motivation? What's that feel like? I mean, I'm That's sure. A good question from I Katie. I say there. I don't remember the specifics of it, but I've definitely been on the field before when a team has been booed. In terms of like me being on the team that's being booed, I mean, you get pissed off by it. It's embarrassing, but at the same time, there's nobody to blame but yourself. And that was kind of the approach that we took in that manner when it did happen. And granted. Part of the time, you know, when you do get booed, it's not, it's, it wasn't a lot. It was like maybe once or twice. I know the one time I did feel like it was a little bit, you know, a little early in the booing. I was like, hey, man, you ain't got to boo that quick. Yeah. But I get it, though. Yeah. It was one of those. And then the other one, it was, this would have been, was it that 15 season where we had like that little like three or four game stretch or whatever? Mm-hmm. I believe it might, it wasn't Cowboys game, but it was one of those ones where we had a little, a little booage. You know, it happens. <laughs> little booage, l- 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 Little light booage. You know, it, it, it happens. But you live and you learn. We ain't get booed anymore, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's, it's A. It's, but that I, was the premature one I was talking about because you saw the season ended for us. I, I think when you make it to that level, right, when you make it to the level of a professional athlete, you probably realize by that point, like, I'm not breaking any news here, and I'm, I'm one of them, all right? I'm on the front lines. But fans are fickle. Like, they just are. Ooh, you can't say Sports fans, fans are, are fickle. fickle. I don't care if you're in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Portland, Phoenix. Are there any other P cities that I missed? Yeah. Panama. There we go. <laughs> Told you. Sports fans are fickle, man. They love you when things are going well. They hate you when things aren't going well. There's exceptions to that, obviously, but just— There, I, I there think, are? I think when you make it, I think when you make it to that level as an athlete, you realize that, you know— that's just that's part of the nature of the beast. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying, unfortunately, it's it's kind of part of the beast, I feel like. Fans are fickle. Even Arthur Motes, who played for arguably two of the like the two of the best fan bases for sure, not arguably, but arguably the two greatest fan bases in the NFL, the Steelers and the Bills. I mean, if you're making your top five list of fan bases, they're gonna be up there. They're up yeah. there for sure. Um listen, man. Fans are emotional, fans are fickle. Quite often in those in-game settings, you mix alcohol into that uh, as well too and you know I mean you get some people booing a little bit early alcohol. I'm not saying it's right I thought alcohol like burns my cuts man I don't like doing that that, that probably would make me boo you know yeah, if I get a little alcohol on my cut I would boo I'd be like boo this hurts ah. alcohol good thing that they that. don't drink any of that up in Green Bay you won't have to worry about that oh, this weekend whew. okay I got nervous I've, for a second I've heard, that, I've heard they don't like beer up there at all good cause I'm not a beer guy either Rod Dalla wants to know if in the midst of some of these injuries, can James Washington be that deep threat as well? Yeah, we saw a glimpse of it on Sunday. You just got to connect. 
He's played and, well against the Packers. I in the mean, past too. F- funny thing, if you talk about the deep ball or the receivers running the deep balls, he created the most separation last week. Yeah, it's true. You think about even with Chase's uh, deep throws. The separation wasn't like that. James was, what, three, four-yard separation, man. So I could definitely see that with James just, you know, opportunity and actually the throw being, you know, um, where it's supposed to be for that one. And that's the popcorn effect that we talked about with the offense a week ago. Yes. On Benton's good throws, you don't have separation. On the separation, then you don't get the good throw. Then when you get separation and it's about to be a good throw, you don't have the protection. Or everything goes right and it comes back because it's a holding penalty. Oh, it's popcorn. We just need those things. We need those things. We need those things all to get on the same page at once. Right. Uh, Don Juan tweets us and says, it's great to have you guys back for the first five-star live five-star Friday. I'm blaming you guys for the way the season has started because we haven't had you guys on Friday, but the streak starts on Sunday. Look, you can do that. That's fine. Moats and I wear that. Hey, you just, just know how it but, goes, though. But yep. like, remember, we said this. Remember last year when CRs, uh-huh. CR started the great, the great Civil War of the mm-hmm. Here We Go song? If you're going to knock us when the team loses, that's fine. Just make sure you give us credit when the team wins. Absolutely. That's all that we ask. Won't ask for much now. That's all that we ask. And remember, Moats and I are still waiting. One day we're going to get on that we're going to get on that Super Bowl float. And we're going to be we're going to be on the bus Super Bowl parade down 5th Avenue mm-hmm. singing all the here we go songs. There we go. We just, you know, we just got to we just got to find a way to make that happen. We just got one way. As soon as we win, we're on the float. <laughs> Thrash tweets us and says the Thrash family is having our Oktoberfest party on Saturday. I'd invite you guys, but I know you're both busy. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, where is it at? Is it, is it in Green Bay? It's in, it's in Winchester, Virginia, baby. Oh, at least that's, I'm pretty man. sure that's where Thrash is, I, I unless know, he's I moved know. on us. I know. Winchester, VA, where the Eulers roam, baby. I was about to say, all you, all you, all you had to say was, yeah, I'll be in Green Bay. Oh, so you tell him I'm pulling up. Okay, cool. I will be there. I will be in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia. Yeah. But Thrash wants to know, Favorite brand of Oktoberfest beer? Mine is classic Sam Adams. Do you have a favorite October? Are you an Oktoberfest beer guy, Motsi? I don't know if we've had this conversation Dude, before. I don't drink beer enough to be able to differentiate. What I've just found out was outside of Coronas, okay. I had a Miller Lite for the first time two weeks ago. Did at the you really? Game. I did. And this is how, I don't know if it was just the vibe, but I told myself, I was like, I, I remember drinking it. It was cold. And I was like, I looked at the wife and I was like, bae. I'm actually like liking how this beer tastes. Now I don't know if it's because of everything that was already going on. Sure, but I was just like, sun was shining. It's I was a like, cold man, beer I, I kind of like this. Yeah. But typically, I don't like beer. It's, it's tough to beat yeah. tailgate beers. Typically, I don't. I don't like beer, man. It's but tough was, to beat tailgate. I know, think I was, and I was actually my first Miller as well. You crazy? Because I remember picking oh, it up and I, and I said to myself, "I was like, oh, I'm stone cold," and I wanted to get two of them and like smash them together. <laughs> and double, I promise that was my thought price because I was like, I don't drink beer. But yeah, I was drinking. I was like, "Yo, this Miller Lite." Like, you don't drink beer. Like, and then right, meanwhile, cool. I'm texting you a couple weeks ago. What was it? Seven twenty-five uh, in the morning. I'm texting you pictures of me drinking Miller Lights in Morgantown. But with the but, caption: but, "You can't drink all day if you don't start but, in the but, morning." But but in response to that, I don't say that I didn't drink. Well, that's true. Just not beer. I don't yeah, drink yeah, beer. Yeah. Correct. Correct. All right. Correct. Let's be you, clear on that you, one. You sent the picture. A picture went back. We gonna send pictures back now. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you ain't out here on your own. I just don't want to drink beer. Correct. That's all. And me, meanwhile, it's my you favorite. You don't discriminate. It's my yeah. favorite breakfast. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm real snobby when it comes to, you know, my, my drinking. Yeah. In the words of John Daly, I'm a Miller Lite guy. Have been since I was seven. Thrash. All right, you ready for this, <laughs> Arthur Motes? Uh, I'll give you my top three Oktoberfest beers, all right? Here, all we, right? Go. here we go. Number three, Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Okay. What you got? What you got? Number two. Uh-huh. 
Fat Heads Oktoberfest. They call okay, it okay. Gesufa, which means chug in German. Well, great, at least that's local, so I like that. Great stuff. Okay. And my number one favorite Oktoberfest beer is the classic Hofbrau Oktoberfest. The OG, okay. the original, the staple from my German Bavarian brethren. Okay, okay, Hofbrau okay. Oktoberfest. See, I like when you educate me on the beers, because I have zero clues about said beers. Burr, burr, See, and bo burr. That's why I got to get you to Morgantown for a tailgate. I know, man. But hey, now now I know when I go to tell them, I'm like, do you have Miller Lite? That's, I, I know what to ask for now. I'm going to expand it eventually. You know what, Moats? I'm not saying I want to, but just in your honor, I'm going to drink a dozen of those things before kickoff on Saturday. Well, you know what, man? If I, Miller I, I, Lite's I, out hey. there listening, we're looking for more show sponsors always. Well. <laughs> think we're onto something here. <laughs> Steeler Nation says, do you think they allow Bluetooth speakers into Lambo so that I can get these boys and TJ pumping with some Renegade? <laughs> mm. Hey, yo. Bone to pick. I don't believe we played Renegade last week either, bro. Um, I'm almost 100% certain that we did not play Renegade. That and, sounds and, right. And, and, and I was pretty upset about that. That sounds right. Yeah. We, we, we never dropped the Renegade last week, and I want to mm. know why. Well, I, I mean, the time it wasn't the best I get it, but dude, we got to figure out. Okay, something, so that man. that that opens up a larger debate. Do you yeah. have to play Renegade every home game, or do yes, you only play it when the, the situation calls? No, for that's it? always been the rule. It's always been in every home game. Not preseason, regular season. You're gonna get Renegade, even if you're losing. You're gonna get Renegade. You might get Renegade multiple times. Let's be real. So you got beef with the sound guys? What you're telling me? I got beef with anybody who didn't have an issue with it not having been played. How about that? Oh. How about that? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Steel City Champs tweets us. Now, this is a good one. I'm sure you guys saw the halftime performance lineup. Arthur Motes, did mm-hmm. you? Uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Pick one song from each artist you'd want to hear them perform. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. All right. Well, if it's Kendrick, let me get, was that backseat freestyle? <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, no, what you know what I'm talking about. You know, Martin mine had is, a dream. Mine is um trick don't kill my vibe. Okay, okay, okay. Then uh if it's Dre, oh man, what God. No, actually, um I was gonna say the one with Eminem, but I don't know, I don't even want that. That's one. what I I almost want like him and Snoop and Eminem yeah, to that's do what I was thinking. to do yeah. their songs together. Yeah. But it'll be one of those like collabs like back with him and Snoop, man. It one has those, to be one of those one yeah. of those '90s right, like right. classics. Yeah, was that one, two, three? I said the four. Snoop, I can't remember the name of it right now, but uh, nothing oh, but, it's nothing. a G thing. Yeah, how about nothing but a G thing? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yep. Forgot about Dre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then for Mary J. Blige, um, probably no more drama. That's a good one. I just like that vibe. It's a dope song. That's a good one from Eminem. Yeah. You know what I want? My name is. Oh yeah, that's, that's hi kids. Yeah. Do you like violence? It's like one of my favorite songs ever. Heck yeah. You want to see me stick nine-inch nails to each one of my I just island? don't like them performing at the Super Bowl because everything's going to be censored. I'm going to have to hear like the Walmart version, the radio version, and it's like it doesn't hit the same to me. <laughs> it doesn't. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Um, Still a Rocker says, Spaten Oktoberfest, that is the best. And no love for Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Hey, listen, I like, I like Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I like a lot of different Oktoberfest beers, but I, you know, my top three, baby. It's hard to break into my top three. Uh, Adam says, I grabbed some Sierra Nevada since you were talking about it. Um, there's one of the, They have a brewery an hour from my house. It was great. I love the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest for sure. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see here. 
Uh, you know what? We got to get to break. We'll get to more of these tweets. Ooh. We'll get to more of these tweets on the other side. We got some renegade Ooh. thoughts. We've got more Oktoberfest beer thoughts. We'll sing some songs. We'll give you our predictions. We'll get to your predictions. Everything on the table in the final uh, segment of the show. And now, see, now I know how Arthur Motes feels to get booed in the Ooh. middle of doing it. You see, there you go. Is that a love? See, I got to persevere and I got to push through, and I just got. I'm just keep, trying. I'm just trying to keep doing you know, well on the show. I just want to make you a better person. That's all. <laughs> Everything on the table when we come back on the other side. You know where to get at us if you want to get involved. At Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. Last chance to get those questions, comments, concerns, reactions, and predictions in. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. <laughs> 